Day 151 A Difficult Day Title says it all. No, nothing bad or sad happened. Nobody got harmed, nor I received any bad news. Difficult day is usually associated with these things, but it doesn't have to be a day of catastrophe to be difficult for anyone. In fact, we live in a world that makes daily life more and more difficult without any obvious reason. Mental health-related issues rose exponentially in recent years. And it is expected that this trend is not going to slow down. Despite being so well connected, have such an easy access to each other online, and via different channels. We are more and more alone, isolated, disconnected. Paradox? Not really. While the words might read like complete opposite, there is a lot behind them. Social media, video and audio tools for calling, messaging software, and other innovations enabled us to extend unimaginable in many areas before. We can collaborate more efficiently and with more people from different parts of the world. We can exchange visuals regardless of the distance, be it a whiteboard, pictures, videos or other incarnations of visual representation, previously unavailable in real time and not at all, when only phones were available. The same tools that enable us so much cause the world to speed up and set expectations higher and higher. Delivery to be faster and faster. Time seems more and more constricted and whatever we were able to do in 24 hours back in the days seems almost impossible to complete even in a week's time. But the day still is the same length. Earth is orbiting Sun with pretty much the same speed. Nothing changed in a grand scheme of things, so why do we feel overwhelmed? Noise. Overload of information. Expectations set on us. Impatience built by ourselves by trying to fit the mold of the new era. But the most important thing we miss is our body and mind. Despite the advances in all areas of our life, technology, machinery, science, healthcare, and others, we miss one not so very little fact. Our body evolved over thousands and millions of years. The process is slow. Effectively, we still run on a hardware that is hundreds of thousands or millions of years in the making. And if you compare our advance in technology and as a civilization to how much the body changed since, it's like it did not change at all. 
even if we set early civilization as far as five, even ten thousands of years, the biological evolution works likely hundreds of times slower. We adapt, yes, but at a cost. Our body is more and more stressed. We experience more and more civilizational illnesses. Our tendency to get depression rises. And we develop anomalies and conditions never seen before. Our body is in this balance. It's an enormously complex system of intertwined elements and subsystems. Double or triple biome of self-contained bacterial ecosystems inside. Machine built of trillions of nanofactories. We disturbed it. Slow but steady. We caused little stress on them but added slowly to it over time, taking for granted that the body prevails and holds up. We are constantly given kudos for extending the lifespan that almost doubled in recent century or so. We are not told, though, that this lifespan is associated with extra baggage and side effects. Our lifespan lengthened because we can deal faster and more efficient with sicknesses that otherwise caused death in the past. Our sanitary levels are well above what was in the past. In itself is a factor that makes exposure to bacteria and viruses lower. We have machineries that do a lot of heavy jobs for us, and safety measures and regulations that were non-existent in the past centuries. There is more elements to add to the reason why our lives have higher expectancy. But with it all comes the fact that we stopped caring about our bodies. They are now eased by technology, but also stressed more by everything else. From highly processed foods that damage our biomes, teeth, cells, organs, to social and environmental trends and expectations that put an enormous stress on our brain, causing it disbalance in signaling to other parts of the body and systems. Cancers, neurological illnesses, systemic conditions, hormonal diseases and malfunctioning. We can blame genetics only a little. They are only a predisposition to most of these things, which we already know now. Genes are only the ones that load the gun. It's the lifestyle that pulls the trigger. Epigenetics is a fairly young science that gives hope for science to treat diseases better. But the key point is the actual subject of epigenetics that we need to understand. This science came on top of realization that the genes are very limited in numbers as opposed to what we thought over 150 years ago. It's their expression, or rather their way of work, is dictated on what lifestyle we practice. 
The epigenetics is the science of gene expression. This leads us to a big finale of this post. The good and the bad thing about it. The good thing is that we are not done by having so-called bad genes. In majority of cases, it is likely that we can actually change their behavior by changing our own lifestyle, nutrition, activity levels, etc. This gives a lot of hope that many illnesses that we struggle to alleviate with drugs, which don't work to cure them, they only help maintaining them, can be reverted or cured to some or full extent by just behaving well and in line with what your body requires. The bad thing is exactly the same paragraph that I wrote above. It won't be easy. We caused a lot of damage exactly by the thing we need to recover. Our lifestyles misaligned and not compatible with the needs of our bodies and mind. This revolution that might help us will require us to change ourselves in order to cure us. Knowing the psychology of humans, this will not be an easy path. We are not the best in changing ourselves. We'd rather change others or the world around us than make any adjustments to what we do, feel and think. This will be a challenging task and requires a very important step, opening our minds, accepting our mistakes and wrong opinions in some cases, accept our biases and stereotyping, and learning how to validate information and live life based on facts, rather singular opinions that fit our egos. Hard work awaits, but believe me, it will be worth it for those who commit and execute. That's why I started this blog, to change myself, to build habits, to enable myself for a better life. Life of health, mindful reasoning and approach to human beings, and to leave the world a better place by influencing others through my own change.